The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As ratified by the states and authenticated by Thomas Jefferson, Secretary of State, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. So on today's revolution, Jim, Trav, and Bunny will focus on the fight over gun control, self-defense, and why gun ownership is one of the freedoms specifically cited in the Constitution, and that if we don't act now, those freedoms will be taken hostage, and it's presented Presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, put your hands together for Jim, Trav, and Bunny. All right, so I'm going to read a little quote and see if uh, you guys can pick out who it came from. You ready? Uh-huh. All right, the state must declare the child to be the most precious treasure of the people. As long as the government is perceived as working for the benefit of the children, the people will happily endure almost any curtailment of liberty and almost any deprivation. Talking about gun control. Who said that? John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Miss <laughs> Bunny. Uh, I happen to know. Yes. Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Mein Kampf. But really, that sounds a lot like what's happening today in America. Not that we're accusing anyone of being like Hitler. First of all, that guy had a terrible mustache. <laughs> yeah. um, he, just a, he did not make the stash Top ten. He was an angry man. <laughs> usually guys a with short man. Usually guys with mustaches are generally happy-go-lucky people, unless <laughs> they're like Jimbo and I. All right, so no, it, it is true though. Absolutely. When you work under the guise of protecting the children, though, it becomes kind of dangerous because then everybody is willing to give up anything yeah. in an effort to create a safer environment for children. But um, in the end, you end up taking guns away. And how are we supposed to care for our children at home then? Well, you know, the thing is, it talks about the safe passage zones. Shouldn't every street in America well, be a safe passage zone? Well, you're talking about Chicago now, and this is Rahm Emanuel is passed this new uh, law in Chicago, safe passage zones. And I love how they're really targeting gangbangers. First of all, will you define, guys, real fast, what they're meaning by a safe passage zone? Well, an area where uh, children should be able to uh, go to and from school uh, school, and not be uh, harmed in any way. Right. So it's basically like public schools, buses, like routes to and from school and bus stops and things like that in order to keep them away from gangbangers. But like gangbangers see the sign, <laughs> this is a school crossing. Oh! I better not go oh. over here. You no, know? can't do that. Let, let's face it. All right. First of all. Uh-huh. They don't own the guns legally. That's right. They already have the name Gang Bangers. Mm -hmm. All right. It's not like a leave it to beaver. Um, (laughs) And I love the the stiff penalties here. Anyone convicted of possessing a gun, ammunition, or other dangerous weapon, which I would like to know what the other dangerous weapon would include, in a zone. A sharp pencil. In a safe zone includes a fine of $1,000 to $5,000 for the first offense and a mandatory 30 days in jail. Then your second offense is a $5,000 to $15,000 and a three-month stint in jail. And the third offense carries a $10,000 to $20,000 fine and a mandatory six-month term in jail. Now, I don't know this or not, but I don't think too many gangbangers are going to be forking out twenty grand. You know, the funny part about that is that it's legally 
um, there's a maximum $2,500 fine that you most, can impose for the most serious misdemeanor gun gun possession. <laughs> so they want to charge 15 grand for the third offense, but the maximum is only 2,500. But it's kind of like the signs in the windows at like the post office and other places that have the gun with the sign through them. You know, it's kind of like a feel good thing. It doesn't achieve anything. Yeah, there's no practical application no, to that. No. And and, and frankly, um, I think all of the places that you should be able to carry a gun is the post office. <laughs> you know, remember when uh, Jimmy Carter told everyone to drive 55? Or did anyone pass up drinking during the prohibition? I did. Or who, who forswore a reefer when Nancy Reagan told us to just say no? If you're going to do Raise something, your hands if you're sure. <laughs> if you're going to do something, you're going to do it. If you decide to do it, you're going to do it no matter what. You remember though back in um, you know, World War II, you had rationing uh-huh. of gas, coffee. What I mean, you were around then. What was that? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Well, I was just a little I before was my what? time. But nevertheless, yeah, the, the you had to uh, garner certain number of points in order to be able to buy a set of tires. So your your vehicle needed, but you didn't have enough points. Uh, you had wait until you had enough points to be able to buy a set of tires or even a single tire. Uh, same thing with gasoline. Same thing with sugar. Many of the commodities, because a lot of these things were being used. Matter of fact, all of them were being used overseas yeah. to right. fight the war. Yeah, good and cause. So, and so but all of the honest people stood in line. With their coupons. With their coupons. Their coupons. <laughs> but here's the deal. Nine times out of ten, they went without that's right. But then that spurred that other generation of people that started using like the black, black market. market. There's no limits. There's no fees. There's no nothing. They can get whatever they want. You may pay a higher price for it because it's available, but it's there. It's and so there. with all these gun laws that they're imposing, you know, this past Monday, um, all the gun laws in Colorado actually went into effect. As of July 1st, yes. Do you think if they keep moving forward with this, guys... Is this going to start happening when it comes to firearms or oh, ammunition? Sure. The, Definitely, you know, like ammunition. There's already it's it's already hard, really hard to find some rounds of ammunition. You know, so it creates an atmosphere where that's possible. It creates an undercurrent, right. of people saying, "Hey, I like to shoot, so I need some." Hey, Joe, do you know where I can get some? Absolutely. And that's how it all starts. Somebody's been hoarding these things. Yeah. And so now the price of poker goes up if you want to shoot. Absolutely. Or if you want a gun. There's a great quote from uh, Thomas Jefferson. He wrote, the beauty of the Second Amendment is that it will not be needed until they try to take it from us. It was like he foresaw it. What do you think? Exactly. What do you think is happening today? The funny part about it, the people who are really breaking the law have already got that set up. Right. You can go to any city in the United States, and I'm talking about major city, and you can get just about anything you want for a price. And why are we doing that? Why are we setting ourselves up to for failure? Think, yeah, for failure because you know because Rob Rom, Rom Emanuel Rom Emanuel says, "Hey, we got to have more stricter gun laws," and yet. They have the strictest gun laws in the country, and they have the worst murder rate in the country. I was going to say, if there's gun, a correlation between that. If gun control actually worked, these kids would already be walking to school in a safe zone. The streets would already be safe if these. If gun control worked, they wouldn't have to worry about it. However, Chicago is one of the biggest places that the most dangerous places. You know, it, Chicago is the poster child for gun control. It, it, it does not work. Let's talk about uh, mayors against illegal guns. This whole tour they're going across. All right. Uh, let me ask you this question. Is it like 
Who is not against illegal guns? I don't want an illegal Everybody gun. Everybody in the country says, hey, illegal guns is bad. And you know, if it was up to me, we never would have sold those guns to Mexico, and Border Patrol agent Brian Terry would still be here. He was killed with an illegal gun. We're against illegal guns. Nobody wants an illegal we gun. We were selling them fast and furious. Yeah, go about Absolutely. it the right way. Well, so as of right now, um, Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Bloomberg, in all of his infinite wisdom, has created a 25-state, 100-day bus campaign and where they go and they read all of the names of um, people who have died at the hands of a gun since since the Newtown um, incident. However, they're not telling people that included in that list are people like Tamerlan Sernayev, the Boston bombing marathon guy. Uh, Also, Christopher Dorner, the California ex-cop who allegedly murdered another police officer. He hid in the woods forever. There was a huge manhunt for him. They're talking about people... That murdered innocent individuals and children. Right. They're talking about bullets that came from police officers' firearms that took down these bad men. Not only that, but they're including homeowners who are protecting themselves and someone intrudes in their home and and threatens them. And um, out of self-defense, someone protects themselves and they're including the would-be burglar who ended up dead. They're including their names on the list, like um, a Jeremy Peter Golett in Santa Cruz. Um, He gunned down two police officers. And he's included in the list. Like, there's some sort of hero on this list. So that means he would be on the list in two different accounts. He's a murderer and a victim. Yeah, murderer and a victim. Exactly. It's And and people are, rightfully, they're pretty riled up about it. Well, they should be. People are buying into this bogus list because they're hearing, oh, yeah, these people were killed by gun violence. But the fact of the matter is, they were perpetrators. Well, they're, they're right. also believing a lot of them were anyhow. You know, so many people were ignorant and were buying into the what we're being told by the government. No, we don't want to take your firearms away. Yes, they do. Yeah, that is what they want That's to their do. Ultimate goal. That is their ultimate goal. All right, this is the ultimate show. We're talking about gun control. What do you want to say, Miss Bunny? Oh no, I'm good. You sure? Yep. We're so glad you're here. All right, we are talking about gun control on today's show. We want to uh, give a real quick shout out though to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, and Ruger at Ruger.com. And High Mountain Seasonings, it is HIMTNJerky.com and Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com and Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about Cabela's? Will's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But coming up next, though, we're actually going to be talking about firearms transportation laws. A lot of uh, interesting things happening there. Interesting meaning bad. Yeah. Uh-uh. I was saying yes. Oh, you're agreeing with me. All righty. So coming up next, uh, firearm transportation laws. We're talking about uh, gun control on today's show. Here's a quick word from Mark. We'll see you guys after the break. Ram trucks on fighting crime, self-defense, law-abiding citizens use guns to defend themselves against criminals as many as 2.5 million times every year, or about 6,850 times a day. This means that each year, firearms are used more than 80 times more often to protect the lives of honest citizens than to take lives. Well, Jim Trav and Bunny's war against gun control wages on right after this brief word from our sponsors. So stick around. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. A truck should make you want to get out and see the world. The Driver Command Center in the new 2013 Ram 1500. 
with available 3D navigation, Sirius XM, and Wi-Fi at your customized touchscreen control. Backed by a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. The new Ram 1500, with best-in-class fuel economy, is Motor Trend's 2013 Truck of the Year. Learn more about Ram's pioneering technologies at ramtrucks.com. See dealer for powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Sirius and XM are registered trademarks of Sirius XM Radio, Inc. We're Americans! The USA, USA, with a capital A. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back, and you're listening to The Revolution with Jim, Trav, and Miss Bunny. Bunny! Hey there. Woo-hoo! How's it going? We're good. All right, we're talking about gun control on today's show. Interesting topic. I don't know if anybody is uh, interested in this. Well, I think Not I Not too many you people know. are talking about and it. Of course, <laughs> this is like the 237th anniversary this last 4th of July of the United States being a sovereign country. 1776. Yeah. Signed now. the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Great penmanship, too. I'm kind of jealous. My handwriting <laughs> sucks so bad. Uh, anyways, before the break, though, we talked about uh, safe passage zones in uh, Chicago. Chicago. That is, that's just, I still think, you know, we should be addressing uh, mental illness is, is what it boils down to. And nobody gives a crap about that because that's a much bigger problem. But anyways. That's I'll, a bigger can of worms. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about uh, firearm transportation. Do you guys remember back in 2007, I think, resident of uh, Utah, uh, Greg Revel, he was flying through like Newark to Liberty International Airport, uh, Pennsylvania, when his flight in Newark was late and that caused him to miss his connecting flight. So he had to, and he had a, um, a pistol on him and he checked it and declared, you know, you've done that so many times, Jimmy. Lots of times. So he had to get his bag, get a motel room for the night. So when he went back the next day to check his luggage and to declare his firearm, they arrested him, threw him in jail for three days until he could make bail. Now, he did everything the proper way, the way they wanted him to do it, but yet they still punished him. The only thing he did wrong was he missed his flight and it wasn't his fault. That was out of his hands. Yeah, it's a bipartisan coalition of 45 co-sponsors in the House of Representatives has introduced the Protecting Lawful Transportation of Firearms Act, which is seeking to standardize laws regulating the transport of firearms from one state to another. And it's mostly to protect hunters and sportsmen who um, travel out of state to hunt or for shooting competitions to keep them from being prosecuted for just carrying an unloaded firearm. Pretty much the same bill was shot down. When uh, was that? I mean, it, it had la- 51 sponsors last, last year. Time. Last yeah. year, it had 51 co-sponsors, but never made it out of the House. They Judiciary kicked it to the curb. But I mean, this is a, a scary thing that is happening to people. I mean, it keeps happening over and over. You know, people just try to do simple things. Like back in 2005, New Yorker William uh, Winstonley was detained at uh, John F. Kennedy Airport when he checked a handgun in his luggage again in compliance with federal law. He was not arrested, but uh, his travel was delayed for several days while he proved that he was in compliance with federal law. Once again, they just keep harassing you. Well, you know, I as you, you mentioned earlier, I do travel a lot. Yeah. And be honest with you. It's gotten to the point, if I can't drive to where I'm going to go... You don't want to go. I don't want to go. Well, I, it's, a, it's a hassle. Yeah, it's, it's a, hassle. a real hassle. And, of course, you know, uh, and not too long from now, I'm going to be flying uh, overseas to South Africa. So Didn't uh, you lose a weapon at one point? Matter of fact, I was up hunting bear in Maine and uh, went up there. I was successful. Flew back to Newark, changed planes, 
And uh, my uh, rifle never made it out of Newark. Yeah. You know? Really? Now, what happened with that? Was that guy then picked up and <laughs> spent right. three days in jail? Yeah, like he's walking he away it? from it. Well, but, you know, the problem is that, um, as was quoted by um, Representative Morgan Griffith out of um, Virginia, he says, the current federal law or the Second Amendment of the Constitution should neither be misinterpreted nor ignored to prevent law-abiding citizens from legally traveling with firearms across state lines. Mm -hmm. And basically, when Congress passed the Firearm Owners Protection Act in 86, one of the key provisions of the bill was intended to protect the rights of gun owners to legally transport their firearms between locations where they're allowed to legally possess them. Unfortunately... As the NRA has pointed out, some of these local jurisdictions, like New York, yeah. have chosen to ignore federal laws, and the courts have upheld these infringements on the Second Amendment rights, meaning that you fly in there, you're you know, you're kind of going into uncharted territory, you're kind of on your own, whether you get caught, you may get caught, you may not, and you probably will be detained. Sadly enough, with the thing that they're trying to get past right now with this uh, being able to fly from one area to another, that is really a precursor to the uh, concealed carry reciprocity yes. right. law. Bingo. And they don't want this one to pass because then they know that the other one's going to pass. Landslide goes into the other one. Absolutely. Well, you know, so there's another case in um, 2004. New York, New Jersey Port Authority police arrested a Florida law professor. Yeah, a law professor. That's right. John Taraco or Tarasso at LaGuardia for possession of a firearm. He had stored his legally owned unloaded handgun in his checked luggage. And he declared it. When he declared the firearm to the counter agent, as required, Required by federal law. He wasn't trying to sneak around. He was arrested and charged with possession of an unlicensed handgun. I mean... That is ridiculous. Yeah, they're trying to make it... So this this bill, which probably will not make it out of the House of Reps because no. it's right now it's at it's at the House Judiciary Committee, is aiming to do what's already on the books. I mean, it's already in the Firearm Owners Protection Act that um, you're supposed to be able to travel, legally travel, and possess your gun. However, we're having to fight for it right now, even though it's already on the books. Now, you have your concealed carry license, Jimmy, and right. what you had it for two years now? A year? Uh, a little what? over a year. And so, now, what states, you live in Kansas, what states are compliant with your your license, I think there's only about 24, 25 that had a have a uh, reciprocity agreement. Mm -hmm. uh, Colorado is one of them. Oklahoma is another one. Texas. Wyoming is another. Texas and so forth. You get back east, it gets a little uh, shady Shaky. there. Yeah, we just don't know what they're going to uh, to do once you get there. And so I think that in your travel plans, if you have to make uh, connecting flights, don't make it in New York. New Absolutely, York. don't mm -hmm. make it Avoid in New Jersey. It. Yeah, uh, don't give them your money. Remember, you we were know? talking to Larry Wisehoon. Yeah. I think this was last year. And he was going, uh, I think, to Africa, correct? Uh -huh. so, like a 21-day safari. And he said the thing that he was most worried about was his connecting flight in Newark. Mm -hmm. You know, he did not want to do it. If he could go around and avoid landing in New York, period, he would, but he couldn't. And so, and, and people know, especially sportsmen, um, or, or the, the government knows, sportsmen, they, they go overseas, you know, they, they do these kind of hunts, and nine times out of ten, this is where you have to go before you can head there. And it's just one more way that they can infringe upon our Second Amendment rights. And, you know, costly for everybody involved. Uh, anyways, coming up next on The Revolution with Mrs. Bunny, Jimmy and I, oh. uh, we're going to be talking about how a lot of uh, firearm manufacturers are actually leaving out of their home states, going to other places, uh, Texas, Mississippi, Missouri. Uh, they are aggressively trying to approach these companies. Anyways, we are talking about gun control on today's show. And we want to give a, a quick shout out to Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com and Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Once again, 
Mrs. Bunny is joining us. hey After the break, uh, we're going to be talking about manufacturers leaving their own home states to states that are more friendly. Which, more, is, uh, which is no longer their home state. Exactly. All right, anyways, here's another word from Mark. We'll see you guys after the break. Ram trucks on fighting crime. Numbers don't lie. A comprehensive national study determined that violent crime fell after states made it legal to carry concealed firearms. The results of the study showed that states which passed concealed carry laws reduced their murder rate by 8.5%, rapes by 5%, aggravated assaults by 7%, and robbery by 3%. And if those states not having concealed carry laws had adopted such laws, then approximately 1,570 murders, 4,000 177 rapes, 60,000 aggravated assaults, and over 11,000 robberies would have been avoided yearly. Wow. Well, don't go anywhere, because after the break, Jim, Trav, and Bunny will continue their Second Amendment debate. So stay tuned. Outdoor Channel, the leader in outdoor television for 20 years, has talent you can't see anywhere else. Follow experts like Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Michael Waddell, Lee and Tiffany, and more as they take you inside the lifestyle, around the world, and into the tree stands. We're celebrating 20 years of raw television, rugged adventure, and heritage. And it's only on Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Rub your way into mouth-watering meals with High Mountain Seasonings. Look for the Bucking Horse logo in stores today or log on to www.himtnjerky.com for venison, salmon, steaks, and more. The Ruger LC380 is the perfect pairing of the award-winning LC9 pistol and the popular 380 auto cartridge. The LC380 is the same size as the LC9, yet offers reduced recoil, making it Ruger's lightest recoiling personal protection pistol yet. It features a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, seven-round magazine and finger grip extension floor plate, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The Ruger LC380. Another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. The new Conquest HD5 1-inch rifle scopes with 5x Super Zoom are the most versatile scopes you'll ever need in the field. Compact, low profile, and 100% reliable. Find out more at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. America. America? I love this country. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. All right, so we're back, and we are talking about gun control on today's show. Once again, being joined, Miss Bunny. Hey there. Bunny! Woo-woo! How did you get that nickname? Actually, you know that song, Little Bunny Foo-Foo Hop Through the Forest? That is actually it. I thought because, Long, long story. I, I thought it was because you had babies so easy. Yeah, well, that too. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyways. Hey, we just talked about uh, transportation laws. Yeah, on today's and, show. Uh, and uh, gun control. You missed that. That was a very, very lively um, interaction between the three of us. You know, um, we are facing quite the um, economical struggle in this country. A lot of states are. I said country. Yeah, I, I want <laughs> to be more specific. <laughs> All right, no, there's a couple states that I, I guess are doing really but I'd rather be Pacific. Anyways, all right, why would you want to pass a law, especially in your own home state, that would curtail um, jobs when our unemployment numbers are so high? Take, for instance, uh, the New Britain-based Stag Arms Colt Manufacturing Company in Mossberg and Sons. 
Uh, they're among the largest producers in Connecticut because Connecticut is not that gun friendly. Anyways, these industries are they're, they're actually moving and uh, they generate one point seventy five billion dollars in economic activity and they employ uh, directly and indirectly seven thousand three hundred forty people. Yeah, they employ that many and they generate that much rev- revenue. Yeah, and they're they're moving out of state. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Hey, Connecticut's in. Bye. Bye. Yeah. You know how much money that is? Uh, hold on. Let, let's scroll down here. I think, is it Hi-Viz? Hi-Viz uh, shooting, shooting Systems. systems um, they're leaving Fort Collins, Colorado, and they're moving to Laramie, Wyoming in, in fiscal year 2014 because they've been there for 17 years and they have kind of found themselves at a juncture where they're moving and they're trying to prepare for growth at the same time because the industry is, is growing so fast. They they make sites and recoil pads and things like that. They and- sell 130 products in 30 countries. And they plan to create 56 jobs um, and $21.3 million in payroll as soon as they get to Wyoming. Yeah, but their local taxes is 858000 and their tax revenue is $303,000. Um, and they support, they're going to support in Laramie, 43 households. Yeah, they're also going to listen to us on KOWB there in Laramie, Wyoming. There that was go. a great plug, by the way. Did you like that? That was handy. That was. I know we have you around. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but no, this is amazing. We're states. They are turning down good money. They're running scared. That's the problem with these states. And uh, they, they would rather give up a few jobs and some income in order to be politically correct, which they're actually being politically incorrect if you go by the Constitution. Right. Well, they, And there's so many more companies like um, Magpul Industries announced in February. That That's a Colorado mo- company. Right. It's moving, yeah. from, it's moving from Boulder. It hasn't named where it's going yet, but they're moving from Boulder somewhere else because um, after the new laws that they set into place, um, they, they can't afford to stay there. They, they spend $85 million a year in payments to local suppliers and other companies. That's another $85 million out of Colorado. Well, th- talk about uh, Beretta USA, the Italian yeah. gun maker. Um, they, they've been in Maryland for what? I don't know how many years, but in, uh, let, let me see here, from 1997 to 2014, they have supplied a $31 million in taxes to the state of Maryland, and they're going to have to actually move because some of the firearms that they manufacture are now illegal to make there in Maryland. That's the semi-automatic Berettas. Right. It's the 600,000 M9s that Berettas Maryland plant manufactures, but, but they manufacture them for the Defense Department of the United States I know Military. It. <laughs> it's, it's, it's illegal for you to make the guns that go to the cops. That gun that gun is the military standard issue sidearm. And so they're kind of at a place where they're confronted with the state government that's banning their products, <laughs> but at the same time the state government is investing in their product. It's kind of it's a kind of stupid. Yeah, it's kind it's of a strange Almost a catch 22 in a right, way. Right, absolutely. Well, you know, there's been um Obviously, states that are more gun friendly, mayors and um, governors are seeking out gun companies and especially no, Rick, Rick Perry. Perry. Yeah, um, he's been courting gun manufacturers. He sent um, a 26 um, states a letter to gun manufacturers and ammunition. Come to Texas. Yeah. And ammunition <laughs> manufacturers inviting them to move their businesses to his state. Um, they they've launched a million dollar ad campaign. Yeah, with Texas one. I yeah. think it was. In New York and Connecticut and talking about the plentiful opportunities and fair regulations that Texas is willing to um, give them, you know, to try to encourage them to come to that state. You know, so Texas obviously sees the value in having these companies there. Yeah. If we don't get back to a republic, uh, you're going to see maybe two or three states band together and become 
another country. I think you're about to see some very clear lines drawn as far as guns go, but it's kind of funny. Um, Shield Tactical, it's a mm-hmm. firearms accessory manufacturer and training company. It said it's going to move from California to Shiner, Texas. It's on its way. The company is leaving its training division in California in, in their quotes, until the legislature outlaws everything. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, I mean, like, they obviously see it coming, you know. They foresee it. Right. They're leaving. They're taking most of their business to Texas, but they're leaving just this training division in California, and they're going to leave it there until it just becomes completely illegal. But, you know, they see they see it coming, and they're, and they're moving the bulk of their business before it happens. It's sad that these states are willing to let all this stuff go, just based on, like you said, fear before. They're letting fear run them. You know, I think gun control has been... When do you think, Jimmy, where when was it when gun control really started catching momentum? It was probably more in the 80s. 80s? In, in, yeah, middle to late 80s, I think, is when uh, you started getting politically, 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 politically uh, correct. And as I said earlier, that's being incorrect. You know, Clinton did a few things which didn't help well, whatsoever. You know, Look at Columbine. But the thing is, his 10-year ban on AR platform rifles uh, did absolutely no good to curtail any type of violence. No, yeah. it didn't do anything and, and whatsoever. So that's why they dropped the law and uh, and went back to what it was. Now, you've had a few nutcases out there that have, have uh, done some things uh, in order to create this whole atmosphere of fear again. But the fact of the matter is... How many millions of gun owners are out there not doing a doggone thing? Oh, never. Yeah. They're just the, enjoying a, the a mass shooting? majority of them, you know, 99% of them, yeah, are, are legal law abiding gun owners. Okay. Let's say the this gun control movement been underway for about 25 years going strong. All right. Yeah. In the past 25 years, they haven't gotten much of a foothold, but in the past 18 months, they are gaining a lot of traction and momentum. And uh, this is something we need to get serious about this. We, we need to get vocal. We need to be active. We need to call our local and state representatives. We need to be putting rallies together, which we're going to be talking about after the break here, um, like in uh, Utah. Yeah, so anyways, uh, we got to get to break. Uh, coming up after the break, though, we're going to be talking about, once again, the run for guns. That's the actual correct name for it. In, uh, uh, in Spanish Forks, Utah. Spanish Forks, Utah. We're going to be talking about how this past Monday uh, the gun laws in Colorado uh, went into effect. Also, you can now carry switchblades in Kansas. Uh, this fall, you can do it There's in Texas. The sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Anyways, we want to say a special thank you to Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com, and Ruger at ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings at himtnjerky.com, and Zeiss at zeiss.com forward slash sports, and High Mountain Seasonings, that is hi mtnjerky.com plus Cabela's world's foremost outfit at cabelas.com once again coming up after the break more gun control Mrs. Bunny here on the revolution here's a quick word from Mark we'll see you guys in a minute Ram Trucks on Fighting Crime. Vermont, the Green Mountain State. Vermont is one of the safest five states in the country. In Vermont, citizens can carry a firearm without getting permission, without paying a fee, or without going through any kind of government-imposed waiting period. And yet, for 10 years in a row, Vermont has remained one of the top five safest states in the union, and having three times received the Safest State Award. Well, we gotta cut to a break, but make sure you look us up at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Thanks. Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, Jim Shockey. The biggest names come together on hunting's biggest night. Are you kidding me? Wild Game Innovations, Sunday night on the hunt. Whitetails. Ooh. 
turkeys, and big game chase from the farthest reaches of the globe. Wild Game Innovation Sunday Night on the Hunt, brought to you in part by Wild Game's digital trail cameras. Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. When I'm backpacking in the mountains, I like to travel light. That's why I carry Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet outdoor meals. These freeze-dried meals cook right in the pouch. Just add water. With menu choices like cheesy lasagna, teriyaki chicken with rice, and more, these meals taste great. And with a shelf life of seven years, they're also perfect as an emergency food supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Today... We celebrate our Independence Day. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back on The Revolution talking gun control with Jim and Trav. And Bunny. Yeah. Uh, before the break, though. Hey, oh, yeah, sorry. We, we actually talked <laughs> about... I smack you with your mic. <laughs> yeah, we actually talked about a lot of crazy stuff about gun control across the country. Um, anyways, Utah. I, Utah is great for a lot of things. They're salt. Wide open uh, spaces. <laughs> they have the... Warm Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> they have the Run for Guns, which is actually coming up this fall. But I think this is funny. Um, Gary Sackett with Gun Violence Prevention Center of Utah. He's totally against this. Uh, Sackett says that uh, people that are running with firearms uh, that contain ammunition, they're just asking for trouble, and there's no particular point of it. Don't police run with loaded firearms? (laughs) I mean, think about it. Unless you're Barney Fife. (laughs) Put my bullet in my pocket here. Well, so this Run for Guns is planned for this fall in Spanish Fork, Utah, and they're touting the event as the nation's first open carry run. That is awesome. You got like all these 5Ks, and we're running for breast cancer, and we're running for, you know, mesothelioma and everything else. We're finally running for our guns, baby. (laughs) So, um... We're not so, running from the cops. No. So organizers. Um, it's only a 5K run, I think. Yeah, it's, Very it's a 5K run. run. Yeah. It's like three miles, right? So, yeah, about a box and a half of shells. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're aiming to celebrate the Second Amendment rights and show that gun owners are responsible, normal people. And so they're going to have a 3.1 mile race. And okay. then they have a half mile armed dash. So I think it's only a half a mile. Half mile armed dash. Armed. That is they awesome. Run, they run with their arms. But you know, the cool part about this, they're raising money and they're taking that money and directing Directly giving it to people that have been affected by firearms, yeah, which victim, I think is a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's for victims of gun violence. Because we always demonize guns, and we're showing that guns are good. Right. So they say that they want gun owners and the right to bear arms to be seen in a true light and to be respected. And they also want to show they have concern as citizens and that they're going to give back in a difference in, in, in a way that makes a difference to the community. So instead of giving to gun violence campaigns like Michael Bloomberg's that are generally... Um, anti-gun, they're going to give directly to victims that were affected. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it was really funny. A couple of years ago, I think it was 2010 election cycle, when they had all of the Tea Party rallies and so forth. Right. There were several people there with guns. Right. You know, and not one person drew it. Not one person fired around at all. And yet, Occupy Wall Street... Hey, we're shooting up uh, Dodge City. Yeah. It's been a bad situation. But, you know, none of those people at the Tea Party events broke the law. But the IRS did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's kind of cool, though, um, 
still has to do with weapons, but here in Kansas this past Monday, on July 1st, Sam Brownback signed into a law Good guy. a couple of months ago that uh, you can now officially carry legally a switchblade knife. And what are you that carrying? A spring assist. I carry a Benchmade Infidel. Infidel. I've got one. Mrs. Bunny has one. They're awesome. We've all cut Jim. Jim's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Gyms> cut Jim. <laughs> Numerous times. But anyways, even in our local... Um, I want to make sure they work. Yes. Our town, Colby, they have just passed a new law. And what is that law, Bunny? So on July 1st, people with concealed carry licenses will be able to take their weapons into some of the public buildings unless the agency running the building gets an exemption under a new state law. So some of the buildings that previously had the guns with the slashes through them, you can carry your guns into now. Nice. So a law passed by the legislature this year requires local governments and state agencies to allow people to carry concealed weapons in the buildings if those buildings do not have adequate security measures. But a lot of Insurance agencies, and, th- and this is really bad, are ref- another implied uh, endorsement of gun control. Yeah, right. right here. They're refusing to insure some schools and businesses that allow this, which, you know, leaves people um, at the mercy of nothing. They, they have nothing to protect themselves. If these buildings don't have adequate security, then they're kind of left, you know, to fight with their hands if they have to. I, hey, I want to I want to talk to you about safe. OK, there was a, a on uh, on Facebook, there was a video of that a, woman, a, a woman being beat up in her in own front of home. her child, in front, in front of her, her child, three year old child, Some big bruiser comes busting in the front door, beats the snot right out of the lady. Yeah. You know, and now I'm not saying if she had a gun, it would have helped, but it wouldn't have hurt. Well, didn't she no. go upstairs? She made it upstairs. And if she could have made it to a firearm, I mean, you never know. It, it could have went one way or another, but I think it would have been a great deterrent if she would have pulled it out and just popped a few in this dude. Because, I mean, let's face it, he deserved it. He had malice intent. He he carried out. And, and, he, and he had malice intent from the time he broke in that front door. And it was all on video. It was on a nanny cam video. Yeah, this woman, and they were talking about, you know, whether she's a responsible woman or not, w- would she be able to um, use a firearm in the correct manner? Obviously, the lady has some common sense. Like you said, she had a nanny cam. She set that up so she could spy on the babysitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this lady wanted to protect her children. But the the, the what's kind of sad is she got off easy. He didn't rape her. He didn't kill her. He didn't rape or kill her daughter. I mean, thank God um, that never happened. But the fact of the matter is, I, I think from now on, there's going to be a lot more people getting handguns because of situations just like this. And I don't know exactly where this happened at, but you know what? That oh, is could it happen anywhere United States. I think it was in New Jersey in, in a nice community, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, Something I mean, like that. Well, concealed carry applications and, and definitely people getting guns are on the rise because take like Maine, for example. Oh, God, it's um, crazy. It can take 150 days to receive your permit, not because they're like... They're not busting your chops. No, it's they're so backlogged. They're inundated. Um, in Maryland... Um, during the first four months of 2013 alone, police have received more than 57,000 applications for guns. Good. More than it came in between 2008 and 2011, all combined. The backlog currently stands at 26,547. So people are definitely taking notice and, and more people want to have a gun and more people want to be able to carry concealed and they want to be able to protect themselves. It just seems like um, Michael Bloomberg and mayors against illegal guns and things like this have a bigger voice um, than and, and are better organized a lot of times than, than some of the sportsmen. And maybe sportsmen don't think that um, 
it's something that they need to get that involved with. You know, we'll leave it to the NRA or something like that. But it's more something where you need to. It's kind of like a, a call to action. If you want yeah. to, if you want to have your gun, if you want to be able to, um, if you want to be able to complain about this, if you want to be able to say, you know, they're taking my Second Amendment rights, then you need to be able to support people like the NRA in this fight against these. I got to cut you guys off. Remember, an armed society is a safe and happy society. All right, coming up after the break, though, we're going to be talking about the farm bill. You know, or no, a bill that should be the farm bill. There is no farm bill. True. They shut it down, didn't they? (laughs) Again, they give it like a nine-month extension. We'll get back into it after the break. Uh, Anyways, uh, big thank you to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus Outdoor Channel. Make sure you hop on. Check us out. We've got some podcasts on there. OutdoorChannel.com forward slash Revolution. Look us up on Twitter. You can do all that cool stuff. Also, hop on our webpage. www.outdoortrailsnetwork.com That's cool. Anyways, coming up after the break, Farm Bill. Here's another word from Mark. We love you guys. We'll see you in a minute. Ram trucks on fighting crime. Florida, the Sunshine State. Time has proven that concealed carry helps slash the murder rates in the state. In the first 15 years, following the passage of Florida's concealed carry law in 1987, over 800,000 permits to carry firearms were issued to people in the state. And FBI reports show that the homicide rate in Florida, which in 1987 was much higher than the national average, fell 52% during that 15-year period, thus putting the Florida rate below the national average. So do firearm carry laws result in chaos? No. Consider the case of Florida. A citizen in the Sunshine State is far more likely to be attacked by an alligator than to be assaulted by a concealed carry holder. So after the show, make sure to check out our archived podcasts at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And Jim, Trav, and Bunny will return after this word from our sponsors. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your next African safari with Kolobi Safaris. Experience Africa's sights and sounds mingled with true adventure of a big game hunt for the dangerous five or any number of plains game animals. If you've ever dreamed about Africa, then you need to book your trip of a lifetime with Daniel and Doria Dutoy, the purveyors of Kolobi Safaris. Hi, I'm Jim Ferguson. I did, and you should too. Look them up on the web at www. Dot K-O-L-O-B-E-S-A-F-A-R-I-S dot C-O dot C-A or call them at 011-83-280-7643. This is a great country, a great country, so let's shout it clear and loud. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. What are you doing, Jimmy? I'm uh, looking for my notes. I was looking for donuts. <laughs> They're upstairs. upstairs. I, I want to say in, this. In the break room. I have gotten straight up fat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just got to throw that out there. As you drink a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Shut up. You're, I'm looking for a donut. <laughs> you're consulting the doctor. I am. I have respect for that. Doctor. All right. So we are talking about gun control on today's show. Uh, before the break, though, uh, we kind of covered a whole... Um, litany of things. A gambit. Just a ton of crap, really. <laughs> uh, right now, we're going to talk about the farm bill being joined by Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny? hey Now i got to tell you something. The only thing that the legislature wants to kill is the farm bill. Yeah. yeah. And they don't even use a gun for that. No. Mm-hmm. You know, they've killed it. You know, I love how they want to oh, They want to protect the environment, the government. They, they want to save humanity and save wildlife. What did our president talk about last week? Yeah. The green, green stuff. Green energy. Yeah. 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 But by killing the farm bill, delaying it, 
We are killing CRP, Wetlands. Sod How saver. about Sodbuster? I mean, we are killing a ton of programs. Now, I know they gave us like a nine-month extension renewing people's contracts. So I think the 1st of September, correct? No, we only have 100 days left. It expires on September 30th. So this oh, is September gonna, 30th. Yeah, this is going to come up again. I mean, they only put this is only like a little extension. They kicked the can down the road again. Yeah, exactly. They did. It had to do with like food stamps, correct? I think well, so. Part of it was the majority because they wanted to cut food stamps out of the farm bill because that's where food stamps come from. The farm bill. Yeah. It doesn't Which go to the farmers. Crazy. It goes to the people who get the food stamps. Right. Well, so so the House of Representatives kind of have a shock sportsmen and conservative groups because they killed the this newest version of the farm bill and they put the nation's largest and most effective conservation programs on a three month death watch. Basically, I mean, people are just kind of sitting here twiddling their thumbs, waiting to see what the powers that be in Washington are going to do. So the conservation groups. Um, had hailed the Senate passage of the farm bill, hoping that the House would get their act together and pass it on their own. But they didn't. You know what I love is they're punishing farmers and everyone else because they want to save food stamps. But now they're punishing the farmers that feed all of America. (laughs) Everyone is going to starve now because farmers can't afford to do anything. Obviously, um, our government didn't watch the Ram truck ad. God made a farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I think some of the main deal breakers here for this was um, the passage of two amendments supported by more conservative members than Democratic members um, that would have undone traditional price supports for milk producers. And the second would have deepened already steep cuts in the food stamp program. And if you have seen any of the statistics on food stamps, it is insane how many people are on food stamps in this country and how much is being spent on it. 49% of the population are on food stamps. I know so many people that make a buttload more money than I do. And they're on it. Now, I'm totally for food stamps. I, I think if it's you such, need it. If, if you, you need, need it, it is such a wonderful thing. And it helps out so many great people that have just been down on their luck. But there are so many weasels out there that just manipulate and you know use what? the government and people around them. And it's disgusting. I think instead of having like the, they're like, like, the pedophile programs where they like seek out and they like catch pedophiles on oh, tape, yes. whatever they, they catch need to, people. They need to use to find the people who are on yes. food stamps that are buying booze and laffy taffy. You see these and people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a lot of people that do that. I, you kind of went far on that one, <laughs> but a lot of people, honest to goodness, you see them that roll up in these brand new escalates. Yeah. Right? And they go in and they use their vision card or whatever. You're riding in a $70,000 vehicle. And then the person who works, the blue collar guy who's working 40 hours a week, um, sees you and he's the one that's paying for your groceries, basically. I mean, he might as well get a $20 bill out of his wallet and just pay for your groceries instead of running your cart. I mean, so so it was these it was these price supports for milk and the steep cuts in food stamps and some other things that kind of eroded Democratic support. And the vote was called and the bill failed 195 to 234. That's so, a big fail. Right. So the House last year didn't pass a farm bill either. They agreed... Um, instead to extend it for nine months, the old bill for nine months, which expires this September 30th. They're just going to extend it again. Well, what's what the food stamp program right now is doing is making you dependent upon the government uh, for your sustenance. That's what they want, though. Yeah, they want you to they want to be a nanny state. So then they if they can control your money. They can control you. Well, it's, it goes back to food stamps, firearms. They want to take away your firearms because they say, no, we can protect you. We can do this. But what they also do is they take away their First Amendment, freedom of speech, because you're not going to speak out against someone that is 
helping you. Right. Oh, God. Helping us? Should something happen and some of these programs not be renewed, like CRP and Wetlands Reserve and Sodbuster and Grassland Reserves, I mean, the environment stands to take a huge hit, as do sportsmen, because there's just a lot less protection for um, wildlife in general, and like like the wetlands, I mean, they're taking a huge hit. There's a lot there's a lot going down the drain. The the production of ducks in um, in the prairie pothole region is on the steep decline. You know, I mean, there stands to be a lot to lose for sportsmen. If we could go back to 1776, there's a whole room of guys that want to slap us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, anyways, we got to get to a break. The close is coming up next. Thank you, boys and girls. Uh, so much for tuning for, for in today to us rant and rave today. <laughs> listening to our plight. Uh, anyways. Which is actually your plight. Yes, your plight too. Take a stand. Do something right in your life. Uh, anyways, work out too. That that was directed towards me. <laughs> uh, anyways, we want to say a quick shout out to Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com. How about Outdoor Channel? OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. You can listen to podcasts there. Do it. Uh also, uh, High Mountain Seasonings, HIMTNJerky.com, and Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com, and Zeiss, Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Close coming up next. Once again, we're talking about oh. gun control. <laughs> <laughs> Guys failed. Just, you should, hey! I was waiting for Jimmy. You should be in politics. I, I thought it was ladies first. Uh, anyways, close coming up next. Here's a word from Mark. Uh, we'll see you guys after the break. Ram Trucks on Fighting Crime, Georgia, the Peach State, Kennesaw, Georgia, this suburb of Atlanta, passed a law requiring heads of households to keep at least one firearm in the house. The residential burglary rate subsequently dropped 89% in Kennesaw, compared to the modest 10.4% drop in Georgia as a whole. All right, we have to go to a break, but remember, you can always find us at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We rarely see this kind of gap between achievement and aptitude. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 420 affiliate stations, your advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, Frank the Sound Guy, and all of the people who have guns and carry them. And I want to say a special thank you to everybody that is going to get out this weekend and be vocal, be active for the Second Amendment, for the Farm Bill, for everything. And also, special thanks to Miss Bunny once again. I think I'm going to do a 5K on my own with my gun this weekend. I think I'm going to drink a 12-pack and sit around. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's what I do. Hey, we love you, boys and girls. Also, uh, get outside, take some kids with you, go fishing. Remember, God loves you, and so does Jimmy. All right? I do. So God bless one of you. God bless everybody. Local news weather. It is coming up next. Stay safe. Get outdoors. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.